0: Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drag Time Welcome to Big Q&A This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy You are listening to Pastor Fabiano currently ministering at Merrose Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company here in South Australia. And we are here in the studios of Faith FM and I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. Our theme for this week has been New Year's, but the topic particularly for today is New Year, New Life, Can I Revive Spiritual Life? Friends, let me introduce to you our good friend a regular on the radio, and a student of the of the Bible, a pastor, a father. <laughs> you one and only Pastor Hugh Heenan. welcome, Pastor Hugh.
1: <laughs> well, i am only—I'm really glad there's only one of me to be to be honest with you, there, Fabiano. But I'm really glad that there's at least one of you because uh, uh, it's really great to partner with you uh, together on Faith FM and to bring some faith, bring some light and hope. Uh, to our fellow friends and brothers and sisters right across uh, Adelaide, South Australia, and around the world. Great to be with you.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Now, wherever you're listening from, dear friend, we want to uh, remind you that there is a Faith FM app. You can actually download that and uh, connect with the Faith FM uh, radio stations and listen to the pre-recordings. Just like you can uh, can also go to the Faith FM website, which is faithfm.org.au. Uh friends, I will highly encourage that uh, you check that out. Our number, if you wanted to uh, connect with us, is the number 438 808 And so, friends, we will be delighted to be able to hear from you. Uh, Whether you have a prayer request or whether you just want to share a word of encouragement, please feel free to get in touch with us. Or even if you had a question, that would be very, very much appreciated. And so, friends, just before we... Uh, Start with our radio program for today. I just thought I'll share uh, some of the articles that are already in the uh, news outlets about 2023. Obviously, we are all looking forward to 2023 with uh, some excitement, uh, and um, many people are asking questions—questions uh, rather. Uh, what does 2023 uh, hold for us? Uh, and so, these are some of the articles that are uh, on- online. Here, uh, it says, uh, this is coming from um, a news article called Economics uh, Times, uh, and uh, this is one that is published by India Times. India Times. We're used to the Times magazine, uh, but this is the India Times. And so, it says here, uh, it was only sometimes, Oh, I've got some ads popping up on the screen, it was only sometimes that New Year's was marked with midnight hugs and champagne toasts. Here is everything you need to know about New Year's 2023 and some background information on its history, customs, and festivities. When is the 2023 New Year? So January 23, okay, some familiar stuff. But then this article goes on to speak about uh, history. Uh, apparently, uh, some of the things that have happened in the past and, um, some of the things we should look forward to in the new year. Um, there'll be new weddings. There'll be, uh, new commitments. There'll be a lot of people, uh, graduating. There'll be people marrying and giving in marriage. And they're saying the new year holds a lot for us. And just, just those few words there. Uh, I just wanted to maybe discuss or just on those few words with uh, Pastor Hugh um, regarding the year to come. Obviously, we all look forward to the new year with, you know, big anticipation. We are always excited about the new year. Uh, I wanted to ask, when you think about the year that is coming, Pastor Hugh, uh, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to? <laughs>
1: Well, Fabiana, one of the things I'm really looking forward to as we go into two thousand and twenty three. I'm oh, amazing to think that we're talking two thousand and twenty three years <laughs> I know, Domine, you know, year of our Lord. Uh, surely uh, it's uh, we are closer to the coming of the Lord than when we first believed. And huh. uh, the signs are all around us that that's the case. And one of the things that I think has really troubled us in recent times has been the pandemic. Uh, with COVID, I'm really looking forward to being on the other side of COVID. Uh, mm. But one thing I'm also really looking forward to is to having more freedom to get out and about and to to live life to the full, uh, to spend time with family and friends without being fettered or hindered by uh, by restrictions or regulations as such. um, You know, as much as they were important for keeping everyone safe, and I guess also something else that I'm really looking forward to is being able to. To share good news with people, you know, I have felt a little bit. Uh, I don't know about you, Fabiana. I'm sure, knowing you, I'm sure this is also true for you as well. That there's nothing quite like sharing good news and encouragement, um, hope-filled and and love-drenched from God. Uh, news that brings people that helps them to lift up their heads or have their heads lifted up and to to look forward beyond uh, what has been a really fairly torrid time. I think uh for our state of south australia and uh, i think really for every jurisdiction on the planet so yeah i'm really looking forward to that in 2023 and uh looking forward to getting into uh into more ministry i've been doing some study in 22 and it's been great to finish that and now be just uh, all about sharing uh, the love of god with everyone that we can uh, in 23 what about you fabiana what what have you got in mind for 23 what are you most looking forward to
0: Uh, To be honest, I'm also excited about 2023. Finally, I can be ordained as a minister. Wow. That is going to be exciting. That Uh, is. in, uh, In a Christian sense, for those who may not be familiar with that, it is the time when, uh, uh, other ministerial, uh, leaders and the church, uh, finally say, okay, but, you know, we, we, we've, uh, we affirm your calling. We've seen God work in your life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, we want to pray that God will lead you and guide you. And yeah, wishing you God's blessings, I believe. I, I hope I've de- simplified it and defined it rightly there, Pastor Hugh. <laughs> so t- thinking about, um, yeah, 2023. To be honest, I'm excited about that. And, um, also, uh, once again, just, uh, having, uh, children, uh, you know, we always look forward to seeing our children grow. So that's another thing that I'm looking forward to. And furthermore, uh, I'm excited once again. Yes. New opportunities to also share the gospel. The technology is advancing. I'm even, um, you know, setting myself up for, well, not setting myself up. I mean, I've set up. Uh, an online platform I' will be going you know uh, all in with technology and um uh seeking to uh share the gospel o- online so those are some of the things that I'm excited about about 2023 yeah um maybe just before we even pray and start our discussion for today <laughs> online uh nine news um there's an article um that has the following title psychics 2023 predictions a big year for royals and climate change and uh, apparently uh a, a, a circuit by the name of ross smith says that in 2023 some sad news apparently uh both um uh what's his name here vladimir putin and donald trump will finally be gone apparently they're, they're going to die in 2023 um sad news but uh, this is her prediction and she also uh predict that uh um, in 2023, we're going to see, uh, big changes in climate change and, uh, and, uh, she also says that, um, uh, there's going to be some interesting dynamics and things happening with the royals. Uh, now, yeah, interesting stuff, predictions. And, uh, but just one thing in particular I wanted to read before we maybe touch a bit on predictions, because the Bible also does predict about the future. Uh, this is what, uh, I, I read in this article. It says Smith believes Harry and Megan will have a third child in the next few years. She also feels the energy around them growing stronger despite unrelenting bad press and, uh, and, and predicts uh, a lot of growth and development for the couple. Uh, Smith sees green around them, which can often mean money. So enough about Sakis. I personally, uh, don't believe in their predictions, but it's quite interesting to see that there are people who believe actually in uh, as, as, uh, such kinds of things. But personally, I believe in the predictions of the Bible. And knowing that 2023 is coming around, I can't help but think that every new year brings us closer to the predictions that we read about uh, in the book of Matthew 24, the book of Revelation uh, as well. Um, yeah, so every new year, I also get this sense that we are getting closer and closer to the end of time. Um, and I know that what has been predicted in scripture, that is reliable. Uh, that is, uh, um, solid, uh, stuff. So that's, yeah, interesting things about 2023. Any final thoughts, Pastor Hugh, before we pray?
1: Well, Fabiano, I think that, uh, a lot of the things that, uh, uh, psychics are particularly interested in are very ephemeral. They're, they're phenomena that's here one moment, it's gone the next. It's not necessarily of great significance as when we consider and step back uh, and look at time, not in terms of moments or days, weeks, or months. We look at it in terms of centuries. When we yeah. look at it in terms of millennia, you know, God's word tends to look at uh, the big key events When it, when you marry history and prophecy biblically together. Uh, as the bible so often does uh you end up seeing <clears throat> the the great big themes uh that are happening in in the world and uh, and you begin to see what's really important as to where the world is heading and god's great plans for nations as well as for people like you and me and so i, I can't help but think that so often psychics focus on minutia uh when god focuses on what matters and yeah. so you know um as we as we I've got to say, let me just share with you one little um, anecdote. Years ago, I remember watching uh, Midday. I don't know if you recall that show, Fab. Uh, There was, um, I'm showing my age, uh, but there was a show uh, in the middle of the day and some of Australia's great um, interviewers, Uh, And TV personalities hosted that show uh, in years gone by. And so it was something, can you imagine something worthwhile watching on television in the middle of the day? This was one of those shows. Uh, And um, those days are long gone. But anyway, there was a psychic on there. And her main strength was being able to be persuasive uh, and being a bit charismatic. And uh, because she, she predicted, her big prediction was that Kim Beasley would win the next election. Uh, and he would be the Prime Minister of Australia. Well, neither one of those things happened. I think Kim Beasley is the current governor of Western Australia, um, but uh, the ship has sailed on him being Prime Minister. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, when we look at the hit rate of psychics, it's very negligible, if not uh, zero in many instances, uh, yes. when it comes to things that have any significance. But the Bible, 100%. Now, there might be some people might think, well, how do you know that? Well, I'd encourage anyone listening to tune tune in not just to the radio, but tune into the Word of God, uh, and 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 uh, check out the prophecies there. And you'll find that time and time again, the Bible is unerring and precise in its predictions. And that's good news because it means that God's plans will prevail uh, for our lives as well. And one thing I'm really excited about for 23. Now that I've heard it, is that you're getting ordained, Fabiano. That's fabulous news. And uh, you know, I'm sure some of our listeners, I've heard, I've met some of our listeners in real life. Uh, you know, on the streets uh, of Adelaide and other places. And uh, some of them have said to me, I really enjoyed listening to Fabiana. I think some of those people would really enjoy being at your ordination. So uh, do you have a date and a place at this stage?
0: Uh, uh, we're actually thinking about that as a family. And uh, shortly, hopefully, soon we'll, uh, we'll be able to, um, yeah, let everybody know. Um, but, uh, yeah, but we we are definitely thinking about it.
1: Mm. Wonderful. I expect an invitation. Uh, yes, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Hugh. And uh, yes, the Bible and prophecy. Uh, Bible prophecy is uh, solid, is accurate. And um, friends, I will highly encourage you to uh, study Bible prophecy. Let us pray together and then we'll, start, we'll look at the topic. New year, new life. Can I revive spiritual life? Let us pray together. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful for the new year that is just around the corner. And Lord, we pray that you may lead each one of us in this new year to greater heights. And I pray, Father, that as we are about to discuss on this very important topic of spiritual revival, that you may also help us to maybe as one of our new year's resolutions to uh, think about how we can draw much closer to you. Mm -hmm. As we uh, listen to Pastor Hugh share with us, I pray that you would uh, speak to each one of us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, Pastor Hugh, we would just like to start off with a song. But before we do, uh, we would like to inform our listeners, if you're listening for the first time, friend, we do have a free free giveaway. If you are a regular, you know that we love to give uh, free giveaways. So please do stay with us. Uh, the number, however, that you will need uh, uh in order to claim this free giveaway is the number 048888811. So stay with us as we uh, listen to a song, and then we'll be back shortly. Also, just know that this uh, program is actually sponsored by AWR.
2: Oh, worship.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to uh, Faith FM Draft Time, Big Q&A with Fabiano and Pastor Hugh Heenan here in the studio. And our theme for this week has been New Year's. Uh, However, our topic for today is New Year, New Life, Can I Revive Spiritual Life? Now, Pastor Hugh, we would like to start off there and ask the question, can I revive a spiritual life? What are your thoughts and what does the Bible have to say?
1: Mm, that's a really great question, Fabiano, and a really important question as well, because I think there's a lot of people out there, uh, ourselves included. If you're a living, breathing human being, if you still have a pulse, uh, and a brainwave, then all of us know that we face challenges and difficulties in our life. And you know, I guess there's times where we think to ourselves, well, you know, I wish I was less irritable. I wish I was more, uh, enthusiastic and, and gracious in my speech. Yeah. You know, I wish I was less. Um, angered by by certain things, or or less uh, uh, less troubled and anxious, uh, and and more at peace and and more filled with joy, and, and I guess contagiously in a way that that uh, changes people's attitudes around me, not just my own. Uh, but the fact of that is, the question you asked is really intriguing. The worded question was, well. How can I revive my spiritual life? Is it possible for me to revive my spiritual life? And I'm going to start out by saying something that nobody wants to hear. Mm. No, it is not possible for you to revive your own spiritual life. But the good news, so keep listening to the radio, because the good news is, yes, it is possible, it's more than possible for God to revive your spiritual life, his life lived within you. you know, the fact is that many of us want to to live uh, above the storms of life. We want to be like an eagle above the storm and and, and soar on, on heights uh, above the land. But the fact is that God is the wind beneath our wings. God is the spirit of peace, of love and joy that uh, desires to dwell within us. We are designed not to be God, but to be the temple of God. And so God wants to live within us and he can revive us and renew a, a a whole new vibrant life. Now, I've got a question I want to ask in turn, Fabiano, uh, and it's <laughs> not just for you, it's for all of our listeners. I think that uh, you know, sometimes, <laughs> let me put it this way, uh, you know, who wants, Fabiano, do you want, listener, do you want uh, to, when you wake up each morning, do you think to yourself, I want to be a sick and defeated person? Christian. A yes, sick, and and miserable, not. defeated person.
0: <laughs> definitely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. None of us none of us wakes up thinking to ourselves, that's what I want to be. That's not what we want to be. We want to be something the opposite to that. We want to be full of victory and health and life uh hmm. <clears throat> as as a Christian and as a child of God. But then let me ask you this. Um Fabiano, uh, you can answer this if you like. Um, but maybe our listeners can answer it in their own minds as well and that is do you know someone do you know people around you maybe who are living like sick and defeated christians who maybe maybe even somewhat misery guts we could say everywhere they go there's negativity in a dark cloud do do you know people like that
0: sadly uh from a human perspective i perceive that there are some who are like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's safe to say it, Fabio, because I'm going to say the same thing. I, I've met people that uh, have said, you yeah, know, look, I'm, uh, I'm a Christian, uh, but unfortunately, they don't always sound like they are. I remember one man, uh, you know, he remained nameless. Uh, this happened in a different time, a different place. Uh, but one day he got up to preach. This is, This literally happened, a true story. Uh, in, sad to say, in a, a church where it was a new church for me, uh, I, I hope and pray I know looking back, it didn't stay this way. But this, this man, uh, he got up and he said, Oh today I want to talk to you about joy, how to have joy. <laughs> and, and and literally, that's how it sounded. Uh, so there, there were sometimes we 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 know conceptually, we know intellectually what life with Christ is meant to be like. But in actual fact, uh, are we experiencing it for ourselves? Um, the fact is, we can. That uh-huh. man can, and I believe went on to do so. Uh, I believe, and I know that that's happened in my life. That my life has been revived by the Spirit of God. And I'm looking at Fabiana right now, and I can see in his face. Yes, he also has experienced revival and to be revived and have new life breathed into him. Uh, And, you know, I want to share with our listeners a really hope-filled story. It doesn't start out that way, but it really is a very powerful example of what God can do in our life and reviving us. And I I pray that everyone that is listening will be revived uh, and brought into a new new, uh, powerful period of living in Christ, full of joy, filled with the Spirit living a life of mercy, living a life of grace and forgiveness uh, in 2023. The passage I've got in mind is actually from the Old Testament, and it's found in the book of Ezekiel. And in Ezekiel chapter 37, it says this. Uh, by the way, uh, just a bit of background to this before I read the passage, was that Ezekiel had just been told by God, he, God had said to him, you know what, my people are not living the way that I want them to live, to live their best life, to live a life that is filled with my spirit, Uh, And in fact, so much so that uh, they have uh, begun to, in in some respects, uh, live in a way that is dishonoring me. And and yet God persists with his people. And in chapter 37 of Ezekiel, uh, he says this to Ezekiel. He says, the hand of the Lord was on me, says Ezekiel, and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord. And he set me in the middle of a valley. Some of our listeners, some of you might be feeling like I'm in a bit of a valley right now. I can't wait to come out of the Rift Valley and come up Mount Kilimanjaro uh, in 2023. <laughs> uh, and in this valley, it was full of bones. Hmm. And he led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Sovereign Lord, Uh, you alone know. That's a good answer because it wasn't in the power or authority of Ezekiel to make those bones live. And so he says, well, Lord, you know. And God said to Ezekiel, he said, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter into you and you will did that say maybe it didn't did it. It said, "Might," did it? What did
0: it say, Fabiana? trying to remember, but definitely it wasn't it wasn't a might, it wasn't. may. <laughs> it was will, wasn't it?
1: It was. Right. It shall come to life. I will, not I, you know, if I feel like it, no, I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life then you will know that I am the Lord. You know, there's nothing impossible, Fabiano. There's nothing impossible, listener, for God. God is able to bring to life not just someone who, you know, uh, had a near-death experience, not only someone who uh, has sort of gone a little astray for a few moments uh, in their mind or their heart, uh, but someone who has ended up in the valley of dry bones, you know, There's not even any moisture left in the marrow of those bones. Those bones are dry and dusty and dead. Uh, They are of only any interest at all to an archaeologist or a paleontologist. They're certainly of no interest to any other person, but God says, I'm interested in you. And I want, you know, you might feel like you're dry and dusty and there's no way back you know what, I'm going to revive you, I'm going to breathe new life into you and revive a breath, the breath of life within you and attach tendons and flesh and give you strength uh, to live the life I'm calling you to. Then I'm going to give you that life and you will then know that I am the Lord. You know, so often, Fabio, I think that many of us, we get to a point sometimes where we've sort of been led astray a little bit and we end up thinking, you know, do I really know that God is God? You know, it seems like the giants in my life, the difficulties that I'm facing, the insurmountable mountains that are in front of me, they seem to be bigger and more prominent than God. But God says, you know what? Even when you're in the valley and in the valley of dry bones, the lowest ebb, know that I'm the Lord and I can revive you and bring new life to you. Amen. And he uh, <clears throat> goes on and uh Ezekiel says he prophesies, and as he's prophesying, there's a, there's a noise. There's a, there's a rattling, and the bones come together, bone on bone. That wouldn't have been very comfortable. Uh, <laughs> but God isn't wanting to, us to be comfortable. God is wanting us to, to come alive. And so I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, beginning to become recognizable again. We, we're beginning to realize who we are again in God, and, but there was no breath in them and you can't really be alive if there's no breath in you. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of God, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. And he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. Our bones are dried up. Our hope is gone. We are cut off, they have said. But I say... I'm going to bring you back to life. I'll put my spirit in you and you will live. You'll be revived, in other words, and I will settle you and uh, provide for you. So I, the Lord, have spoken. I have done it. And, you know, it's really interesting that uh, he's not just doing this for the individual listener. He says, I want to do this for an army, uh, oh. a great gathering, a wonderful big throng of of all those who are within the sound of my voice, and so I pray as uh, as people are tuning in to this program uh, with us, Fabiano, that that we can realize that. Can you imagine a whole body of people, and maybe a whole church, maybe a cluster of churches? across Adelaide, around the world, being breathed into by the breath of God in 2023, nothing would be impossible for that group of people. Nothing would stand in the way of uh, those people living the life that God has called them to. And so what I'd really like to just say tonight or, you know, at any time that you might be listening to this online or or live is uh, to say that, uh, but uh, is to say really, that uh you you know how can you live such a life? I don't want to uh uh don't want to leave our listeners uh sort of thinking, okay, it's one good thing to know that God can do this for me, but how is it going to happen, and how can I make myself available to God for this to occur? so I really like perhaps in our time uh together to to explore how this can be possible for you personally as a listener. Uh, and uh, and continually also for myself and Fabiano too. In 2023, this can be your experience.
0: Hmm. Wow, that's powerful and that's moving. And um, uh, truly, God is able to do far more than we can imagine. And um, truly, I'm reminded even with uh, the Book of Psalms. Um, there in Psalms 119, hmm. uh, uh, David continually, you know, says, "Revive me, O Lord! Revive me by Your Word!" and uh, so truly God can, uh, revive us back, be- uh, revive us back into that life. Or if we were not into that life, the spiritual life, the vitality, uh, can be, uh, you know, given us and God can, um, you know, uh, bring us alive, uh, in Christ for sure. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. It sure is. Yeah. I guess another question too that I would have, uh, Pastor Hugh, uh, Seeing that, okay, we are entering in 2023. Obviously, some people are going to be making, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, what are some of the practical things that people can do? I know that it's one thing to make a New Year's resolution, <laughs> but it's another thing to follow it up. I mean, so New Year's is two days away. Um, and so, uh, depending obviously when people will, uh, listen to this uh recording again uh, it could be that you know it'll be way into uh the new year already but hey whatever time you would be um you know while you're listening to this ra- uh to this uh radio recording I'm pretty sure if you are listening to this uh radio uh program on the thirtieth then there'll be two days away before making you know that new year's resolution if you're going to um uh, or Uh, If you're listening to this radio uh, recording uh, in the future, well, you've made a New Year's resolution. So we tend to make uh, these uh, New Year's resolutions and we set some goals. And sometimes, sadly, but not always, but sometimes we actually don't live up to, you know, those commitments. And uh, what are some of the practical ways then that, um, uh, you know, that, that, that people should, I guess, uh, think about. Um, what are some of the practical things? Maybe this is a better way to ask the question. What are some of the practical stuff or things that people can do uh, in order to uh, allow God to work in them, mm. so they can be revived?
1: Mm. Yeah, great question. I'm glad you asked that question, Fabiana. Because yeah, the fact of the matter is that I guess that New Year's resolutions tend to be um, the uh, the promises that we've, we we fail to keep. After January, uh, <laughs> or even sooner, and so you know, we need more than just willpower because willpower will until it won't. Willpower continues to to will something until it finds something else to to exert its powers and strengths and its will towards. And we're mm. easily distracted. Uh, we're easily uh, turned off track uh, as human beings, and we forget just how important what something was to us, you know, really a matter of days or or weeks into uh, even something that we went to, like 2023, uh, with great intentions, great expectations. So I think the first thing is we need to allow God not to work on our will so much as upon our nature, Mm. so much upon our inclination, Mm. and allow God to uh, uh, have us be born again. You're the great secret and it's, let, let it be no secret any longer, I want everyone to know this, is that <laughs> if we're going to live this new life, uh, a, a life filled with the Spirit of God, we must be born again. You know, Jesus said this uh, to Nicodemus, first person he said it to. Uh, and just to give us some hope to our listeners, Nicodemus means a leader of the people. This man certainly was a leader of the people. Uh, you know, he should have known these things that Jesus was telling him <laughs> about. Yes. Uh, and yet he didn't, or at least he wasn't uh, seemingly empowered to to live that way. And, and Jesus said to him, you know what? Uh, stop, essentially, Jesus was saying, stop trying by your own strength and mm-hmm. intellect and ability and insight because they're limited. They'll only take you so far. You will end up in the dry bones, the valley of dry bones. Uh, let me instead allow you to be born again. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to have a new life, you've got to be born Right. To live, right? And and so uh, do I mean that you've got to go back into your mother's womb and, and be born again? Well, I don't think that would be very advisable for poor old mum in uh, <laughs> 2023. Uh, let's have a bit of mercy on her. Uh, but rather instead, what we're talking about here is having a whole new spirit, you know, a whole new attitude, a new way of living birthed within you. We've just come out of the Christmas period. We talked about the birth of Christ. Jesus was born into this sin-sick world that we might be born ourselves also by his his strength into a whole new life. So he was born to die that we might be born to live. And so in 2023, this is an opportunity for us to have birthed within us not just a new beginning, but a whole new life born of the Spirit, born of God. Now, why is that so vital? to living a healthy and a victorious and a revived life <clears throat> in 2023? Because let me tell you, it's possible. It's more than possible for God. Well, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 3, uh, and uh, there in verse 9, it says something very interesting. Let me uh, find it within my Bible here. First John 3 and verse 9 uh, has uh, this to say. My fingers just can't move quick enough uh, out of enthusiasm for this text. So here we are, 1 John 3, verse 9. Uh, it says here, no one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. Mm-hmm. He cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. Now, this is not saying that you're going to become perfect, that, the, that there's not going to be any such thing as any kind of sin in your life or that it will never occur again, this side of heaven. No, no, no. What it's saying here is that habitual, continual sinning has its day. It's done uh huh. it's going to die and a whole new life is going to come uh going to come sweeping in uh and take its place and and how does that happen as we're born of god as you're born of god <clears throat> then uh our inclinations our our um, intentions uh our spirit huh. uh and and the, the the nature of of god Uh, His spirit living within us begins to lead us in a whole new pathway. And when we're born of God, we cannot just think habitually keep on sinning, but rather instead, his spirit will lead us away from sin. And yes, sure, we will fall into sin from time to time. But Hmm. God says this also, he says in First John 5 and verse 4, he says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. So in other words, look, you'll be an overcomer. Now, this is not saying that you will be, again, perfect. It's just saying that you're going to have something to overcome. You know, we've all got something to overcome. Uh, so everyone born of God overcomes and will continue to overcome. A whole new path, a whole new life is beginning to be lived. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Hmm. So, now, the question that has to be asked, well, faith or trust Is it trust in ourselves? Well, no, because we needed to be born again. So it wasn't trust in us. It was trust in the new life being born within us by God. Verse 5 says, who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. You will only become a son or a daughter of God in a new life, uh, uh, breathed by, in dwelling of his spirit, breathed into you. You'll only have that experience as you believe in the one who is the Son. Of God. And this is the victory that will help you overcome in 2023. I think God's calling you there, Fabiano, on your phone.
0: <laughs> That's right. My apologies. I didn't realize my my phone was still on. I thought it was on uh, do not disturb mode. <laughs>
1: uh, I better turn mine off just in case. All right, there we go. Hey, so, so this is the really important secret. Let it not be a secret any longer. We must be born again. Uh, now, this is, uh, this is so very important for us if we are to, to overcome and we're to live this new life in Christ. Now, <clears throat> I want you to notice there that this leads us on to point number two that I want to share with us in this program, uh, and that is that you know, it's the one who believes in the Son of God who will overcome and have victory and be an overcomer in life <clears throat> and be able to live this new life in Christ. So in other words, uh, what's also important is that we believe and claim the promises of God's word that you can overcome and start winning over sinning, start winning over uh, the uh, the previous inclination to always be going into, into dark paths. Um, mm. And so what did we just read? We read that uh, the one who overcomes is the one who believes and believes in the son of God, believes in his promises, you know, as uh, uh, as Jesus himself said, all things are possible for the one who believes. Wow. And then he says, do you believe this? And they said, well, yes. Uh, and but Jesus wants us to say, yes, yes, and amen. I believe you when you say it, Lord. And when we believe, then we shall receive. And so God wants us to receive this whole new life in him. It's really important for us then to believe and claim and then begin to live according to the promises of God as if, they're already happening because you know what? When you believe, it's already begun, and uh, and we've already begun to walk in that that path mm. with God. So that, those are two things. The third thing I'd probably add to that is that it, again, centered on Jesus, is that we need to think of, dwell upon, and live in awe and wonder of Jesus. Uh, and When we contemplate the life of Jesus and we look upon Him, our lives are changed. For the better. You know, we, we will be inspired to live as he lived. As beholding, we become changed and, and we become like the one who tells us to take heart because he's overcome the world. You know, A follower is only as inspired and powerful and enabled as their leader. Hmm. leader sets the tone. There's been no greater leader in the history of the world in all time and eternity than Jesus. And so Jesus says, you know, uh, take heart. I've already overcome the world. And as we look to him, we too, following with him, will begin to overcome. And let me just hasten to add that there are three things we need to let go of as we take a hold of Jesus to live an inspired revived life. And and one of those things is that uh, we need to stop willfully living in known sin. There's going to be things we don't know about and God's going to open our eyes to, but but there's certain things that we need to we need to acknowledge and confess, hey, look, this doesn't belong here anymore. I need to let it go. I need to declutter my spiritual life and throw that out. Uh and uh, it's doing me no good. The other thing is um, a critical spirit, you know, that, that feeds on the faults of others. You know, as long as we're pointing at others, we'll continue to think that we're better than them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, what need do we then have to improve, to grow, to mature, to live this full and and uh, uh, and revived life? Mm-hmm. We're already better than somebody else. Of course, we're only fooling ourselves because we're not. Uh, but so often that that becomes a a crutch or a or a substitute for the real thing, and that's Jesus. And then the other thing would be to continually focus on our own faults. Yeah, we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. Hmm. But God doesn't point at us and say, "Well, I don't want to know you anymore." No, Jesus says, "I open up my arms wide, and and I, I've died upon you for you upon the cross." Uh, and you know what? I'm going to continue now to live for you. I'm going to support you and encourage you. I'm going to walk along beside you. Uh, I'm going to lift you up when you fall down. I'm going to dust you off and set you back on that path again by grace. And so <clears throat> we need to stop focusing on our own faults and start focusing on the goodness and the grace, the love and forgiveness of Jesus. And that will help us to keep walking on the upward way and, and, and enjoy that revived life with God. Um, because after all, uh, as we read in Hebrews, let me uh, hasten to say what the scripture says, uh, Hebrews chapter 12 puts it this way. So Hebrews chapter 12 and verse one, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off or discard everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, you know, wants to trip us up and see us fall flat on our face. Let's just, you know, throw that off. And instead, run with perseverance the race marked out for us. How mm-hmm. do that? Well, verse 2 says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've ever run a race, Fabiano, and I, you look like a runner to me. You look like you could run. <laughs> but, you know, if, if, if you run a race, you yeah. know the secret to winning that race, not necessarily against anyone else, but just with respect to your own personal best, is that you are looking to the finish line. And you That's are fine. laser-like looking towards the finish with the end in mind from the beginning. And so don't focus so much in 2023 upon, hey, how well did I do in the first few weeks of 2023? No, no. Focus on where God is calling you to be in December of 2023. And let let that image, that vision dissipate from your mind. Hmm. Uh, And so Hebrews tells us, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, not on ourselves, on Jesus, not on somebody else, on Jesus, as fix our eyes on him, the author and perfecter of our faith. And what does our faith do for us? It helps us so become the world. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men,
2: hmm.
1: so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You know, we're going to face some struggles and difficulties in 2023, uh, but none so great as what Jesus faced. So let's keep our eyes fixed on him and see what he did for us so that we will continue to, uh, to, to move forward and focus on him and receive of his life and this revived new life born again of him in 2023 so that we won't grow weary and lose heart in the year ahead. So you know, there's just a few pointers there, I think, that we can take wonderful. to heart in yes. 2023 and, and not make it about ourselves, because that's, I think, the big mistake that we make from one new year to another so often. What do you think, Oh,
0: uh, Those are wonderful points that you have brought out and very practical as well. So I'm very thankful there. And, uh, and you also touched on a very important point, I, I believe, to be honest, um, especially when it comes to uh, spiritual revival, we must be willing to let go of that life, which uh, is not in harmony with God's will and allow God to work in and through us and give us new life. And that means, obviously, we must then come to a point where we hate sin and the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit helps us with that because once again, it is that sin which works in us uh, more like mold, you know, uh, would do <laughs> whatever to be ingested. And so we really want to, uh, by God's help, leave that behind. And so, yeah, let's come to a short break as we digest what we have just uh learned uh and heard and uh, and uh as we also prayerfully consider um uh, uh what we need to bring into our prayer, as we ask God to revive us and as we look forward to the new year uh some of the uh things that we would like God to do in us, let us take time to reflect on that as we come to this short break. So I'll just like to remind those who are listening that we do have a free giveaway, and shortly, I'll let you know what uh that is but please keep this number with you zero four triple four eight eight oh eight eleven now, the song we're going to listen to it's a favorite song of mine, one that actually uh what should I say one that uh really uh Uh, I guess, captures what you have just shared there, especially the one about the value of the bonds, uh, the story there. And so I hope that we will enjoy this as we uh, take this short break. And then shortly after that, uh, we'll be right back. And then I'll let you know what that free giveaway is. And so, my friend, uh, stay with us and we'll be right back.
3: Sing about the valley of the dry bones. Ezekiel prophesied the bones would live again. He said that the bones would walk around. Now hear the word of the Lord. Ezekiel connected them. Dry bones, Ezekiel connected them. Dry bones, Ezekiel connected them. Try bones, now hear the word of the Lord. The toe bone connected to the foot. Bone, the foot bone connected to the ankle bone. The ankle bone connected to the leg bone. The leg bone connected to the knee bone. The knee bone connected to the thigh bone. The thigh bone connected to the hip bone. The hip bone connected to the backbone. The backbone connected to the shoulder bone. The shoulder bone connected to the neck bone. The neck bone connected to the head bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. bones,
2: Walk around them bones and bones
3: gonna uh, walk around now hear the word of the Lord disconnect them bones ever dry bones disconnect them bones ever dry bones disconnect them bones ever dry bones now hear the word of the Lord the head bone connected from the neck bone. The neck bone connected from the shoulder bone. The shoulder bone connected from the back bone. The back bone connected from the hip bone. The hip bone connected from the thigh bone. The thigh bone connected from the knee bone. The knee bone connected from the leg bone. The leg bone connected from the ankle bone. The ankle bone connected from the foot bone. The foot connected from the toe bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. Them bones, them bones gonna live again. Them bones, them bones gonna walk around. Them bones, them bones gonna praise the Lord. Now hear the word of the Lord. Them bones, them bones and
2: dry bones. Them bones and dry bones.
0: Welcome back, dear friends. You are listening once again to FFM Draw Time, Q and a with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio. Our topic for today has been New Year, New Life, Can I Revive Spiritual Life? We'd like to let you know what the free giveaway is. And this is a book, Surprised by Love. This is a book written by Elizabeth. Vera Talbot. And uh, friend, you would want to have this book. Uh, It is one of those books that uh, you must read. And uh, if I can just give you a little bit of a summary to the book, uh, this is a story of God's love for His children, His excitement, and the plans uh, He's made to be together with them through eternity. Uh, It is also a story uh, about uh, the kidnapping of God's children and what He did in the order to rescue them. Uh, so you'll find this book to be powerful because this is a story about a creator, redeemer, and the greatest love surprise of all time. And so, friend, I'll highly recommend that, um, uh, you once again, um, send in the code word SA87 to that number, the number that I gave you earlier, which is 048888811. Send the code word S-A-87. S-A, as in the abbreviated S-A for South Australia, S-A, and the number 87. Please send that to us, and the FFM FM board will reply asking for the necessary details, and then we'll send that to you. Oh, friend, this is one of those uh, books which you must read. It really has some uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, news in it. So, coming back to the topic there, we have just heard uh, uh, some practical ways in which we can actually uh, have a revived spiritual life. Uh, and um, uh, now I'd like to just ask Pastor Hugh to maybe summarize once again, uh, yeah, on this topic, New Year, New Life, Can I Revive Spiritual Life? Uh, any um, any more you'd like to add just before we come to the end of the program?
1: Yes, time is maybe against us a little bit here. So let me just very quickly say that in addition to what has already been shared, that uh, we need to uh, to not only uh, uh, do uh, or allow ourselves to be born again uh, and and to dwell and to focus on Christ and allow him to work within us, but we also need to regularly uh, feed on and follow God's word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you're going to have the faith, that is born of God and the faith which is victorious and overcoming the world, uh, if you don't want to be miserable, you don't want to be defeated, uh, then you need to feed on the word of God. Um, You know, I find it really interesting. uh, You mentioned this um, sort of briefly a little while ago, Interesting enough, Fabiana, when you said that uh, in Psalm 119, you quoted Psalm 119, and in in verse 105 of that, uh, it says that uh, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Uh, and this is really important because um, in the Old Testament, <clears throat> and this has relevance to us in the New Testament church and, and as Christians as well, um, the priest, uh, the high priest in the tabernacle of God, dwelling in the presence of God, uh, being in awe and wonder of who God is, nonetheless was uh, uh, commanded, was uh, impressed upon them earnestly by God to, you must, and this was said several times, uh, you must, you must, you must, tend and to trim the lamp that was in uh, the tabernacle or in the temple of God, that lamp that would flicker and remind everyone that the light of God was still at work in, in a dark world and can be still at work within our heart and life and mind as well. And it represented the word of God uh, uh, in amongst God's people. And the priest was told that this was to be tended to and trimmed regularly. And also told how often, morning and evening, this was to happen. And so every day, a powerful practice uh, for us, a life-changing practice uh, to a revived Christian life, spirit-filled life, is uh, to morning and evening dwell upon the Word of God. And the Word of God is not just words on a page. It points us to the one who is the Word, who is our life, who is the bread of life, who is the one who gives us life, and that's Jesus. Amen. And so, really important for us to be, you know, to to feel the need and then to feed upon the Word of God, and then in concert with that as well, the priest was told that, hey, you need to pray at these times as well, and and so those two things go indivisibly together uh, if we're going to have a spirit-filled, revived life in 2023, and that is to say, well, you know, um, there was great power in prayer. In fact, in the New Testament, in James chapter five and verse sixteen. Uh, it points out here that uh, the prayer of a righteous man, a righteous person is powerful and effective. Now, we're not righteous in ourselves. We're righteous because Jesus has made our right, our life right. Uh, Jesus has set our ship right and he's got us back on the right path. And as we trust in him and have faith in him, he will do that for us each day. Um, but the, as we then pray, it's so powerful. It is so effective. Uh, now, how so? Well, the secret of, of a powerful and effective prayer uh, is that we pray like Elijah. Uh, now, Elijah was the Bible tells us in the next verse was a man just like us. You know, he wasn't any more righteous than anyone else. He wasn't any more uh, you know uh, powerful than anybody else. But he prayed earnestly, and it, that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. And then he rained. Sorry, he prayed again, and then it rained. And so, in other words earnest prayer, earnestly speaking with God, claiming his promises, allowing his life to be lived in us as we feed on God's word will make for a very different 2023, a much better 2023, a revived one for all of us. Uh, and so uh, probably enough said there, I think we all understand, most people understand the importance of these things, but let me just go on to something which is often neglected and sorely needed uh, for us to live a revived life. Uh, and that is that to be healthy, to be victorious, to be spirit-filled and revived We must and we need to share Jesus with others. You know, if we just keep Jesus to ourselves and we go along saying, oh, you know, Jesus is coming again, and we don't tell anyone about it. Or or we say, you know, oh, how I love Jesus, but we don't tell anyone about it. Well, Mm -hmm. you know what? Uh, We are just going to end up. Uh, in our own little echo chamber, and we're going to end up like uh, the Dead Sea that uh, takes in the water of God, or like a dry and thirsty land that takes in the rains from above, but then doesn't provide flourishing or, or, or nourishing new life to others. Mm-hmm. It's as we share Jesus with others that we will be even more revived and empowered to live this life that God is calling us to. Because He'll say, "Well, you know what? Not only do I want to refresh you, I want to refresh others through you as well." In fact, in Revelation that great book at the end of the Bible that talks about, you know, uh, how or what God's aspirations and hopes and dreams are for his people and how we can live victorious um, even in the, uh, you know, the difficult times that the Bible describes towards the end of time. Uh, it tells us this in Revelation 12. Uh, it's in Revelation 12 in verse uh, 10, or rather, let me just, well, actually, yeah, that's from verse 10. It says, the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. There's someone who likes to be always accusing you, pointing the finger at you, making you feel bad about yourself. We need to look to Jesus and feel good about him and what he says about us and how he loves us and what what he he is able to do. Uh, and uh, as we do that, uh, the Bible says that they overcame him. They overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, yes, by what Jesus has done for us, and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So, you know, let's not keep the good news of Jesus to ourselves in 2023. Let's share Jesus with others, and then we'll have uh, uh, the joy uh, that is made complete and the joy that is then magnified and multiplied by sharing the love of Jesus with those around us. And the last thing I'll probably just say quickly is that, you know, sometimes we can get so then – proud of these achievements that actually had nothing to do with us, they had to do with Jesus living within us and changing us from the inside out by his grace, um, let me just say that we should never, ever, never, ever claim to be sinless before Jesus returns. Amen. You know, the Bible tells us in First John uh, and in Chapter 1, let me just uh, bring this up here, First John Chapter 1 and verse uh, 8 It says this, it says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Hmm. In fact, uh, verse 10 says, if we claim we have not sinned, we make him, that is Jesus, out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. And we want his powerful word to make us victorious in our everyday living. So then what's the answer to that? Well, when you fall into sin, and we all do, confess your sin to Jesus That's what I do. That's what helps me is not to say, well, I'm too proud and I'm too good. No, no, I'm going to confess that I I, I did wrong. I'm going to fess up and get it right with God. And then by his grace, get up and move on to the calling that he has for me in life and to grow up into the whole measure of the fullness of not Hugh Heenan, not the whole full measure of Fabiano. No, no, the whole measure of the fullness of Jesus. Yeah. And the, the secret to that is in the middle verse there in First 1 John 1, 1.9, it says, if we confess our sins, hmm. mm, if we confess our sins, who's brave enough to do that today? Oh. I, I encourage you, I dare you, confess your sin to God. You can trust him. Uh, hmm. Then he'll be faithful and he'll be just and he will forgive us our sins hmm. and he will purify us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when we confess our sins, he will forgive And he will cleanse and he'll say, you know what? I've, uh, I'm going to cast that away from you like, uh, uh, you know, like the depths of the sea and like that as far as the east is from the west. And I'm going to let you live this empowered life that that I want you to live. Even if you did this bad thing against me, I'm only going to give you good because I love you so much. Uh, and so if we confess our sins, Guess what? He will forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness and he will empower us to live this new life as we as we live out these secrets each and every day. So, hey, let's be born again in 2023. Let's believe and claim God's promises in 2023. Let's think of, oh, dwell on, and 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 live in awe and wonder of Jesus in 23. Let's feed on God's word. Let's pray regularly and earnestly. Uh let's share Jesus with others. That's very powerful. Uh so many don't do that, and then they wonder why they're so weak in their spiritual life. Uh, and then furthermore, never claim to be sinless because then it's all about you, but rather instead confess your need to Jesus. And, uh, and then uh, one day uh, on each day that we fall that or, or those times where we fall uh, that he will help us to get up, dust us off and move us onwards and upwards to the high calling that we have in Christ. And so, Hey, that's my prayer that in 2023, that that will be revived And uh, we remember those those key points and secrets to living a healthy and a victorious Christian life as we look forward to the second coming of Jesus when he comes to receive us because we believed what he said and we're trusting in him to be born
0: again each and every new day. Amen. Shall we pray together? Father in heaven, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for the Holy Spirit and the work that he's able to do in us, in fact, Christ prayed just before he left this earth, and and he said that he'll send us another helper, the Holy Spirit, who will lead us into all truth, who will remind us of the things that Christ taught, and who will convict us of sin. And if we come to Romans chapter 8, it is he who also helps us and revives us. And Lord, we are so thankful. We are thankful for your word, which also gives us faith and he revives us once again. We're thankful for the work which you do in and through each one of us. In this new year, we pray that you may work mightily in every one of us. And I pray for uh, my dear listener who's listening. And I pray that you may be with him and be also with her. Uh, and we also ask that you may uh, bless us all. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.